0: Welcome to Politics Then Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being here with us, my peeps. Good morning, Houston. Good morning, Harris County. Good morning, Texas. Good morning, the United States of America. Good morning, the world. How is everybody doing today? I trust we're all doing fine. You know why? Because we are going to make it fine. Well, before we get started here, I think it is time for us to... Get back to the geniuses in the control room. How are my we, peeps doing?
1: We still haven't found any geniuses around here. Oh, <laughs> oh. more on one and more on two.
0: I won't say that at all. Oh yeah. The exterminator was here. So we did have a genius, but you missed him. Oh, did we have rats or did we have roaches or both? Uh, roaches. Oh, okay. Good. So now we don't have
1: any. You know, we we don't want those freeloaders around here. They don't pay rent. They don't contribute to
0: KPFT. Oh, yeah. Get them out of there.
1: That's right. right. Jack, in your wisdom, what you got for us today? I got a little uh, spiritual axiom here. The thing that disturbs
2: you in the other person also lives in you. That's how you recognize the disturbance. How you deal with the disturbance matters. Do you blame the other person or take personal responsibility for the disturbance in you? I'm pretty disturbed.
0: (laughs) I'm not disturbed, but that is, I, I, I really like that personal responsibility thing. I really am one of those who believe yes, personal responsibility, but you must have the ability to have personal responsibility and that is what we all fight for hey brother thank you for that those good opening words folks the title of the show today is disastrous water privatization rank choice vote and explain and cool planner challenge object we must object to water privatization folks uh you know you have to catch these things before they actually become law And we have to keep our eyes open. Otherwise, we become Chile. Look up Chile and water privatization. Likewise, uh, we we speak to Rebecca from... uh, What's her last name? Let me make sure I get that right. Rebecca Ratliff from uh, Ranked Choice Voting. I think we're probably going to start with her. And, of course, we have Ali Velchi Challenge, one of the cool planners, in a little piece that I did here that I found kind of funny and I think you will too. I mean, it's great listening to it but if you get a chance to watch it as well, hey, it's even funnier as you watch it. Anyway, folks, remember there are several ways to reach us. If you're the dial 90.1 FM Houston, you just turn your dial to 90.1. Then of course, you can go download the application from your Android app, Android, uh, the TuneIn app and then you can reach us that way. Alternatively you can go to our website kpft.org kpft.org click that listen button and you can listen to us from our website but if you're there already why not also click that donate button and say so that kpft won't have to have those long long uh fund drives Let's just give a little bit here and there, and that way we can keep going and delay how soon we have to have a fun drive. And likewise, you can watch us now at Facebook.com slash KPFT Houston. Today, I'm wearing my Trek shirt, the one that says Trek Volkswagen, and I have the Trek Volkswagen one on in honor of one of our callers who said, remember, Volkswagens means the people's car. I didn't look it up, but hey, what the heck? That's what a caller said. I'm just making sure folks know it's the caller who said it. And you can also watch us live on YouTube, going to politicsdoneright.tv. Politicsonright.tv takes you directly to the YouTube channel And you can listen to our podcast. And it has all the different clips that we have included in our podcast at politicsandright.com slash podcast. And don't forget, if we don't get things covered, everything that we're going to cover today is in our newsletter, politicsandright.com slash newsletter. That takes you to the links to the stories that we and the videos that we actually cover on the show. And if we don't get to it because callers call in. And we give you priority, you still get to know what we were gonna talk about. And usually we don't do it on the other day, so you can always go and read it yourself. Anyway, tag is on the line already. I love when people call in early. Seven one three five two six five seven three eight extension number two. Seven one three five two six five seven three eight extension number two. My dear brother Tag, talk to me, sir. Good morning, Eddo. How are you doing? I am doing fine, sir. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank
2: you. Um, did you ever listen to Paul Harvey?
0: I remember Paul Harvey. He's, he had a phrase that he used to say at the end. That's the story or something like that. He used to say.
2: Now for the rest of the story.
0: Now for the rest of the story. Exactly. I remember that. Go ahead. tell, Talk to me.
2: Well, I ha- I have a now for the rest of the story from yesterday, and the caller who talked about Tara Reed and Biden. Yes, remember that one. Yes, I do. Well, I read about Tara Reid after that, and I uh, went to Wikipedia. This information came from Wikipedia. Uh, it seems uh, Wikipedia is reporting that Tara Reed now lives in Russia. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, let, let, let me tell you, none of that surprised me, but let me, let me tell you what I didn't want to do. I didn't want to, uh, I, I, again, uh, I didn't want to just go ahead and malign read or anything like that. I just wanted to show that, well, look, uh, this is something that was anybody can accuse anybody of something. Uh, is there a pattern? Is there proof? Not because there's not a pattern, mean it didn't happen, but uh, you know when you look at the sources, et cetera, you also have to do that in in a, in a, in a complete fashion, and it just isn't there for Biden. The right has a way of blowing things up. Now, when it comes to the person who called, it was a guy named Joe. In fact, I made a little clip out of it just to show that you don't have to destroy somebody when they're, you know, when they they come on your ear and tell you. Uh, something that is completely wrong and misinformed. You just have to get them to a place where they start analyzing the things that they say themselves. So uh, you're right. And I, I, I did know about that. I uh, read about that. But again, there are times, sometimes you don't have to say everything that you know, you know, but anyway, continue my dear friend tag.
2: Egberto, I've got to say that I thought you did very well with him and especially Uh, finding
0: common ground. Yeah. I mean, and that's so important. eh? Yeah. The the thing about it tag is, um, you know, if I make a mistake and I, God knows I make mistakes, right. It's not (laughs) something that I intentionally do. I mean, I could be ill-informed, misinformed or whatever. And if I'm then told the truth, I have the choice of maintaining, uh, just because I'm obstinate, not changing what has been proven wrong or I have the chance to continue. I choose uh to whenever you're wrong to do it that way. Now, in regards to Joe yesterday, I give go Joe commendation. That's why when Johnny came in and you know he kept it up on Joe. I said, But wait a minute, he bent he bent some. I mean, he went ahead and he said, Ah, if that is real about Trump, oh, that is bad. He also said, Oh, it was when the the takeover was a bit crass, was a bit, you know, so if you get somebody who's been instilled with that bad information and and he's open to hearing stuff, I'm going to hug him as tight as I can to bring him into the fold. And that's what I think we got to do to prevent our country from being taken over by the plutocrats, because that's what they want. They want us killing each other. That way they can stay in control. Anything else, Tag, before I go to Ray?
2: Well, I just thought it was fascinating the motivations maybe for Tara Reid and what he
0: was doing. So that's what right. fascinated me. So uh, Absolutely. And, and look, Thank thanks for, for bringing that up, day. my dear. You have a wonderful day, sir. All right, let's go ahead and and talk to Ray, my brother from Third Ward. Talk about H. Dutton. Come on in, Ray. Hey. Top of the morning to you, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Talk to me, my brother. Hey, beforehand, I noticed you have H. Dutton in the comment today. Did you hear my program yesterday where I really uh, spoke? First, I spoke about the guy that's running against Ray uh, Dutton and also what Ray Dutton did. He was the, the one of the major causes that put the, the nail in the coffin to turn over the Houston Independent School District to uh, the, the fascists.
3: Yeah, Dude. well, I'm going a, I'm to a say this. Uh, me and a well-known activist actually took a visit to Austin mm-hmm. and marched right into his office when they were trying to, when the Democrats left Texas, you know, right. to try to break form. I remember for that. that. Yeah. Uh Me and an activist went to his office, and I distinctly remember him. Not only telling us to get out of his office, but saying, if you don't get out of my office, I'm going to have you escorted out by DPS. Right. And he was just basically very, uh, he, he's never been for the people. He's a, he, he's a black Dixie crat is what he is. Right. And uh, and he's very much an operative for the Republican Party when it comes to basically impeding progress you know he's a democrat but he's not a progressive right i want all the listeners to know when it comes to uh black democrats he's a perfect example of what you say when you say all skin folk ain't kin folk
0: exactly exactly the thing about it ray that got to me right is uh this guy uh look I, i i the one thing i don't want to do is uh say something that ain't so. But one has to ask, what is the underlying issue? And there are a lot in the black community, there are a lot of entities. They, let me Let me qualify this correctly first. You know what I believe about race. I believe race is the most stupid thing that one can have. And, you know, I think it's been proven all of the time. But also... Uh, this thing called capitalism, the making of money on other people's backs, is an insidious thing, and it has nothing to do with race. In fact, race is one of the necessary tools to keep a system that destroys people active, because they're so concerned about silly issues that they don't look at what's attacking them. Now, there are a, I know personally. Many people, many people in the black community that their sole purpose is to make money, and the things that they do actually harm the black community. I mean, it harms the community at large, but it's specifically they are specifically using themselves and their wow. their skin color to harm the black community for a dollar. and in effect. I I won't say it explicitly, but I'll say it implicitly that that is what is occurring in the school district. There are a lot of black owned uh, charter schools care nothing about the kids, but just care about making a dollar continue. My friend Ray.
4: Oh, it only plays into
3: what you say. I mean, after my trip to the legacy museum in Alabama, I, Look at this country on a whole different perspective when you talk about slavery, uh, racial capitalism, economic slavery, um, what you call antiseptic slavery. Antiseptic slavery, yes. Mass incarceration. It's deep, Egberto. Yes, it is. All in all, this particular individual was basically used as a pawn because he's a black man somehow it makes it okay for him to pass laws or basically, you know, co-sign on laws that the Republicans make that are impeding the progress of the people and basically working hand in hand with the fascist governor who wants to take away the rights of individuals who want to make their voice heard in the great county of Harris County
0: you know ray uh you're absolutely right and you know uh, by the way i want to give you kudos uh first of all to for having gone to austin as uh, as a as a citizen as a resident of district one forty two uh which is where he he's at right now i want to give you Kudos for doing that. But we all have to continue to engage. The The thing now, is, I tell folks, you vote out the people who did not hold up your interests, And good for him. He now has a candidate that is running against him. Somebody who I am sure uh, is likely going to be better for the people. So, uh, you know, let me tell you, you keep up the, your engagement that is what we need brother that is what we need anything else before i go to gonzalo sir oh yeah i'm I'm gonna be uh
3: working towards whatever it takes to get the operatives out of our government who are impeding progress
0: thank you my brother uh we we need you we need you we need you and you're doing your job it's it's pretty clear you did your job back then as well thank you my brother Thank You You have a great day. All right. The person that is running against, uh, against, uh, Harold Dutton, his name is Clint Horn. Clint Horn is the name of the person in 142 that's running against the person who, who was the nail in the coffin to turn over the Houston independent school district to the fascists. All right, let's go to Gonzalo. Come on in Gonzalo. How are you doing this morning, sir?
5: Uh, Good morning. Happy Friday. How are you? Happy Friday.
0: Come on. You know, it's funny that you call him because, you know, my friend uh, from Panama, right? Every Friday, he sends out a, a thing. He starts to play some salsa. Then he says, it's the weekend, baby. And then he starts to talk about saluting everybody in the diaspora from from houston to puerto rico to panama to costa rica everything I, I mean it's just it just makes my mornings on friday so i was listening to it earlier and and uh, our brother howard was like wait hey brother did you tune into a a, a a spanish station i'm like no that's my brother from panama anyway come on in gonzalo talk to me
5: Yeah, he's adding a Caribbean flavor to his uh, mix, I guess. Yes, sir. Briefly, uh, I hear you talking about HIC and the name of the blackmailing company. I come from, uh, I mean, I used to work for HIC, and I have my own opinion on what's going on. You may agree with me. The plan is there, so uh, there's nothing to add. The guy is just waiting to create it. But I have my opinion about that. I think if he is there and if the DEA is there, it's because the former uh, leadership. And it's their fault, too. Uh, I used to hear from... uh, experienced Afro-American teachers, fellow teachers. uh, I don't remember exactly the name, but I I, I remember that they were Afro-American. They just say, hey, you know why uh, why there are so many problems? Because whenever the problem comes to the table, they simply throw money and pretend
6: that the problem is solved. And that's true.
0: I agree with you. I I want (laughs) to... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you were done. Go ahead, sir. Continue.
5: Okay. And uh, I can tell you now, because I, uh, now I work in a different district, which is A, the only A in Houston. And I can tell that there is a huge difference in budget. But about that, I mean, who was responsible to handle the budget? Who was responsible to not to do the things the right way?
0: The people that were there, I agree. Look, let me tell you, Gonzalo. Um, look, I the, the district was not run well. Uh, yesterday, when Joe called in, Joe said something about corruption in the district, and he said a whole lot of things. I, I and and it's not necessarily wrong. My thing is, you don't you don't take over a district. You fix a district. You don't take over, and, and worse, you don't take over a district with somebody who is a bona fide privatized, privatized, for privatizer of schools. You don't take over a district where uh, you don't give the parents uh, the ability. Uh, the parents know that the district is in trouble. Uh, and it has, the truth is it has very little to do with that the district is mostly African American and, and Latino. What it has to do is bad leadership Uh, uh, too often they try to mix the two and if you have bad leadership you fix bad leadership and that isn't what was done Uh, what was done was just a complete takeover of the thing that is like saying you have a city there are many cities across uh the country that are not functioning efficiently for the people that are being governed. You don't see some entity comes over and say I am going to make it a completely undemocratic thing and run that city. It doesn't happen. So I mean that that's where I'm coming from. I am I want those kids to do well and I think uh if if it were a different set of kids People would think more about the things that's necessary to get those schools to work well because there are schools within the Houston Independent School District. They're doing just fine. And guess what else, Gonzalo? I bet even with this new takeover, those particular schools would be left alone. They won't turn libraries into jails. They won't, they won't uh, treat uh, teachers like peons. And that's what I'm talking about, sir. So I don't know that there is a... You
5: know, Go ahead. I, I- talked about the plan And the planning to give to the gallery gallery Cori, and all those people who, you know, who I'm talking about. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I'm not saying there are not uh, people that are right or people that don't know anything about education. Probably they can add something positive. Right. It's going to change because, uh, I mean, uh, these uh, HIV cancer, that's the name I call it, uh, it started a long time ago. I don't know how long.
0: Yeah, no, no, you're right. People, yeah. It has
5: been always, uh, Look. a pain in the neck for every single uh, taxpayer.
0: Right. Look, uh, Gonzalo, underprivileged uh, schools in underprivileged areas uh, simply. Seem to get underprivileged results because they get underprivileged. They don't get the best teachers. They don't get the best of everything. We, uh, and when we decide that we won't, that we won't treat districts based on the kind of money or the areas they're in, then we will have an equitable system, right? I had, I had a relative, uh, that lived in a bad part of Houston. And what they did is they got into a magnet program in another area. Oh, they did great. But again, they had to drive or or drive to this other good school, right, within the same system. My thing is, why not bring all the schools up to standard? And if if the governor wanted to do something about a takeover or whatever, if a a school has proven systemically that it's not functioning, okay, uh, since you don't have the wherewithal to do it, and since the kids, it's what's matter, take over that school. Not take over, but do it in a manner with the, the parents to run that school our parents want what's best for their kids. You could do that. But a system with 200,000 students to come in and say, fascistically, I am going to take the whole thing over. I'm sorry. That's not how you operate in a democracy. But Gonzalo, anything else you have to say before I go to the next subject?
5: Okay, thank you very much for the opportunity of expressing an ourselves and to give our personal opinion about our problems.
0: Muchisimas gracias, hermano. You have a wonderful rest of your day. Sounds like you're on your way to work. Thank you for being a teacher. You know, those are, uh, that's a profession that I revere the most. Have a wonderful day, sir. All right. Let's go ahead and salute Buenos dias, Cheryl Dearborn on the internet. Likewise, Melanie Keelin from Barcelona, Spain. And, uh, we also have Valves BTW. Welcome to Politics Done Right. Hey, folks. Um, I, I I want to go. I, I I tell you what. It seems like we have another call coming in, so I'm going to wait before I play the next uh, video for that other call. But thank you for the the commentary. And remember, folks, that person that is running against Dutton's name is Clint Horn. I'm simply giving you the news. Clint Horn is running against uh, Dutton, who turned the schools over to the fascists or was instrumental in turning the schools over to the fascists. It's important that we are informed. A lot of these people who do wrong by our community hide behind us not being informed. Well, politics done right, will be here to inform. Thank you so kindly, folks. Let's go ahead to Steve with the 14th Amendment. Come on in, Steve.
4: Hey, good morning.
0: Good morning, sir. uh, uh,
4: Let's see, yeah, I had a question. I always had a feeling in and thoughts about the Fourteenth Amendment, but now they're starting to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the, if I can read the section three, it says, "No person shall be a senator or a representative in Congress, or elector of president and vice president." Uh, 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 Or as a member of any state legislature, or as an executive or judicial officer of any state, support the Constitution of the United States, Mm -hmm. shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. Right. But Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such disability. So uh, my question is. Can you educate me on how we can use this to not have to deal with Trump this year?
0: I, I I really can't. I I mean I we can talk about this as much as we can't want to, but while uh, given that the the, the the language also didn't say you have to be convicted of it, you just have to give comfort to those who have been convicted of it. Actually, well, not convicted, but who have done that. And since we have people already convicted of insurrection who Trump gave comfort to, that law applies. But here's a problem: you will not get two thirds of the Senate or the, uh, to, 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 uh, to, to, first of all, do that. So I don't see that happening, that, although that I think is for removal from office. Now, the Secretary of States in every uh, jurisdiction, every state could actually apply that and then it could get tested in the Supreme Court. So that could be done. Now, I want to give folks a caveat here. Um, I always say, be careful what you wish for. Because uh, if Donald Trump is made ineligible to run and we get a young, vibrant candidate uh, that thinks just like him running, right, Uh, Democrats may, may not enjoy the day that Donald Trump isn't running. That is just a practical thing that I'm saying there. So I think it's something that people yeah. should really consider or or think about. But beforehand, let me throw it real quickly to Brother Reynolds right now. Come on in, Reynolds.
1: Yes, I don't want to uh, interrupt the callers here and or your show, but the Fourteenth Amendment, Section Three, is what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. That was established in uh, just after the Civil War. What they were trying to prevent was the electing the election of any Civil War generals, uh, presidents, vice presidents, anyone that had anything to do with the Civil War's government, the Confederate government, they were trying to avoid them getting into Congress or the the House or the Senate and overturning all the stuff that they were doing. What that was originally designed for was that that particular purpose. Now, it could apply to the uh, insurrection on january 6th and donald trump leading it however yes. that's not proven just yet that it can be applied to that but somebody's right. going to try it. you can bet they will
0: yeah i think there's already a suit out in fact uh on that particular issue so we'll see my friend we'll see um, thanks, thanks for that, Brother Reynolds. Uh, but here's the deal, Steve. So um, I, you know, I am saying right now I'm I'm in the school, and I think I will remain in this school that says let's just let the voters do the voter thing. Uh, right now, if you take a look at what has happened to McConnell, and if you take a look at, I, I don't want to say this, but. Um, I I just won't say this because I'm on air and I need to be responsible, more responsible than ever. Anyway, thank you very much, Steve. I want to jump to anything else that you have to say before I jump to Harry. Oh,
4: no, I'm just proud that Ray uh, jumped out to Austin and and does what he does.
0: Exactly right. Thank you, Steve. You have a wonderful day. Let's jump to Harry real quick. Come on in, Harry.
2: Buenos días,
0: buenos días, hermano. Uh, yes, uh, my my birthday my birthday partner, talk to me. I beat you to the punch. <laughs> okay.
6: Um, I, I had a, a question when you were on Hunter's show, but you were on your way to the doctor uh, when you had that conservative guest on. Uh, yes, and I questioned to him and the conservative guest, but they really didn't answer it the way I thought they might. And, and what it was. is... The GOP, um, I was wondering, is the GOP really ready, even though you have a Nikki Haley and you have a Swammy woman running, are they really ready to have a a person of color represent them uh, to be the nominee for president of 2024? and Steve and uh, the uh, conservative really didn't answer that. They just uh, they went and uh, said to me that um, uh, they, they think it's more diverse, they think the Republican side is becoming more diverse side, which is and allowing people to run for uh, you know, for office uh, to represent them. But uh, I just said to them, I will believe that when I see it, I just, not, I just don't sure that they're not ready to move away from traditional America Okay, uh, let me, and not have somebody that's non-white representative. And I Harry, want
0: let, let, let me just say one thing, right? The color of money is green. Um, and remember, my, my tenet here, race is a stupid thing. And the people who know the, the, the most that race is a stupid thing are those who control us all, the people in power. They know it. They know that. They know that. They know that. I, I'm, I'm going around in this way to answer your question. Uh, the, uh, the reason I'm saying that it's immaterial for Republicans who uh, really controls the, the who becomes president or whatever. They would they would they wouldn't mind if a black person that's a Republican become a president, they won't mind if a uh, in and an, uh, a person of Indian descent or anybody else become president of the party because they would have belonged to that ideology. Okay, they also know that. I mean, th- they embraced Tim Scott. And why do they embrace Tim Scott and many others? Tim Scott is very anti black. uh, uh, and, And Vivek Ramaswamy is anti black and anti minority. You listen to what they say. And it's not that, what it is is that they are tools. Okay. But again, they are tools because remember what I said in the beginning the success of Republican ideology and 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 straighter and and not only Republican ideology, also neoliberal ideology, requires dissension among people. And one of the best creators of dissension among people is this false thing called race, because we can keep these things fighting while we continue to control. Um, I'm going to probably have to do an entire show on this issue. And maybe because race is just used as a tool so that we are busy with other things than to those that are really. And why, why I talk a lot about antiseptic slavery is because everybody now, everybody called employee of a corporation to some level is now. A slave, it's a slave that no longer has to be clothed, no longer have to be given health care, no longer have to be given any of these things. We just have the semblance of freedom. So in effect, let me tell you, uh, uh, Harry, the Republican Party would not have a problem electing a person of color, if uh, uh, at all. A
6: Republican voter will vote for somebody that... Is non-white they yes. Ready
0: to do that. yes they are and and it's not on and let me tell you let me give you a little heads up here. Republicans the average Republic and, and a lot of people are gonna slice me for saying this but Republicans are not inherently more racist than progressives, okay? And please yeah, yeah. take, accept that from somebody who goes to both Republican uh, conventions and not I mean, Republican conventions and, and as well as Democratic and, and liberal and progressive conferences. I am treated better at conservative conferences than I am at progressive conferences. And the reason why is many times they want to show me that they're not racists or they want to show me that uh, okay but when i'm at a progressive uh, convention and even when you see me doing all these interviews i think i likely fight for interviews harder than the vast majority of other people doing what i do radio and tv and that sort of stuff than anybody else but i go out and fight for them so i'm I'm saying so i'm saying let's not yeah, thank you, brother. But let's not fool ourselves. Yes, they would elect a person of color of the right ideology. Thank you very much for calling in, my brother I Harry. A
6: number, I point, a go ahead, point. real quick. Shout out to Howard Reynolds. He played another one of my favorite songs where he came on the air uh, in the groove by yes. Richard Allen. All right, K-
0: Howard, respond, Howard, and then let's go to respond, Howard, and let's go to uh to Peter. What am I responding to oh he said he's thanking you for uh, playing a, a jazz piece for him
6: Richard Elliott in the blue
0: <laughs> absolutely okay uh, thanks Terry we gotta go all right let's go to Peter come on in Peter happy fun Friday talk to me sir so happy to be with you with my family all right, you're here with the PDR Posse. Talk to us. So I was uh, promoting Clint Horn,
4: who's running against Harold mm-hmm. Dutton. And my question, and I'll hang up and listen for your response, is how do people like Harold, uh, Harold Dutton get in? First of all, how do they get in power? How do they stay in power? And what? how do we fight that machine? How, how does Clint Horn and Pete Filler, how do we How do we fight that
0: Big machine, uh, like how do we get in there outside or nothing? I'll tell you. I'll sit back and tell you after that. Thank you, Peter. Let me answer that question. If you look, uh, the, 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 what what those, in, a lot of incumbents depend on us is uh, depend on us to believe in is that, uh, con, that consistency. In other words, uh, we're just used to voting for certain people. Okay. Uh, we have to break that. Uh, we have to break that. All right. And we have to go ahead and, and engage the people. Peter, I think you're running for some th- actually, yeah, you're running for position, two. And I think I think if I'm not mistaken, I saw you at the uh, one of these uh, dinners or something. And I said, if you want to win something, go up into the faces of people, go where you are not expected to go and go earn the votes of the people. And the way you do that, Houston is big and some districts are drawn in some very strange ways, but you have to be out there in front of the people and you have to tell them in a progressive fashion, this is what I'm going to do and this is what this per other person is not doing. We have too many consultants right now, especially on the progressive side, that try to that think people are stupid and not saying this is what I'm going to do for you. They don't want you to be too progressive because they say people, even though people say these are the things that they want, they don't want you to say it because your opponent is gonna say you're a liberal. When we start embracing truth and talking to people and going to their tables and say, you see the problem, what's your problem? Let me tell you how I'm gonna solve that specific problem that you have right now. It's about engagement, something that politicians don't do. They they send mass mailers. They have a bullhorn and they talk to everybody. But you go ahead and you really talk to people in their venues. You go to churches. You go every, You go to uh, beer halls. You go to you go everywhere that people are, and talk to them one on one. I guarantee you'll win. Anyway, let's go ahead and jump to Donald. Come on in, Donald.
2: Hey, good morning, Roberto. How good are
0: morning, you? Good morning, sir. I am fine, sir. Talk to me.
2: Okay, uh, was it? What was the doctor that was running for the Republic a few years back? Was it Ben Carson?
0: Ben Carson, yes.
2: He would have got my vote all day long.
0: He's a okay. doctor
2: and not an insurance salesman.
0: I like doctors uh, as well, and I, would have, I know this guy's story. I love this guy when he was the neurosurgeon of the world and could do all the big surgeries, but something happened to his mind, and it's not about being Republican at all. It's just about something happened to him where there are a lot of things that he said was irrational, so I wouldn't have voted for him because of that, but again, everybody has to decide who they're going to vote for. Anything okay. else done
2: on? Yes. It's good to see they're starting to tweak out because they want us to work physically until we're 60 something years old or 72, and it's impossible.
0: Oh, well, the idea is they want you to pay social security as long as possible and use as little as possible of it. As so, whenever they raise that age, it means that more people are going to die and never collect. That's all it means. And, and what I'm saying is we have the money for people to retire. Hey, 60 years old, 57 years old. We could pay if we, if we treated this stuff correctly, if we really care about life. We would start doing things like that. Donna. I got to jump to Wayne. Anything else real quick that I... Okay. All right, thank, thank you, brother. All right, let's get to Wayne. Come on in, Wayne. Good morning. Good morning, sir. I'd
6: like to talk about gentrification. Please do. Kirby John, Rod Page, mm-hmm. Harold Dutton, and D.C. Cofield, mm-hmm. the black clergy.
0: Right. Um, let's see.
6: The school closings are just uh, means for gentrification.
0: Yes, I agreed.
6: Uh, Attack our public institutions and then they come in with gentrification and they criminalize the public spaces. You can't feed the homeless. You can't feed the homeless. You can't house them. And you have the black, black congregation church working against their own congregations because they want the money. Are taking an answer off the? Yeah. Thank,
0: thank you so kindly, Wayne. Let me tell you, Wayne. Wayne is is correct. Uh, a lot of times, what you do. You, you remember a few uh, radio shows ago? I said that uh, uh, that if you want to understand what's going on in a society, you go within. If I want to make a change that's not beneficial to any particular community, I go into that community and I find somebody in there to do the job. What Wayne is saying is absolutely correct. That's exactly what they do. If you take a look at how the control of uh, the HISD came about, they, uh, Charles, I mean uh, Harold Dutton, was the was the nail in the coffin to, to. to give the the fascist governor of ours the impetus to go ahead and take over the school. And then the governor brings in a black fascist, and notice I am calling him a fascist, because look at how the school is being run, creating detention centers out of libraries in the poor communities he doesn't do that in the richer schools in hisd but in the poor schools we are going to turn them into jail the libraries into jail you bring a black guy in so that he's hoping that the black folk and the latino folk because it's a black guy that's coming in they won't be negative against them as if it were a white guy that came in right look like i tell you guys race is a stupid thing and i know how it's used and that's what they did. So if you listen to what Wayne said, they use the people from within the communities uh, as a, fi- a personal financial incentives to do all that is wrong in that community. Uh, so Wayne, you nailed it. Thank you very much for calling in, my brother. Let's go ahead and go to Brian. Brian, real quick. Yeah, well, first off, uh, uh,
7: Abbott, Abbott? He's not a, he's not a fascist. Okay?
6: okay.
7: You call Hitler a fascist?
0: Yes. Uh,
7: you equate the same, the same two?
0: Well, uh, the, the governor isn't to the extent of, of uh, Hitler, but yes, he's uh, the governor. is definitely The governor, the, if, if you define the things that the governor has done, uh, if you look at item per item, what this governor has done, our governor is a fascist, but continue my friend.
7: Okay, so I want to go into uh, Hunter Biden and yes, sir. the Department of Justice. Okay, okay. Do, you, mm-hmm. do you realize what the Department of Justice did? I, I
0: okay. imagine you're going to tell me
7: Yeah, and then I'm going to go off. Okay. Okay. They gave him blanket immunity for any future prosecution. There was an ongoing case, and they said, "Okay, you plead, uh, you take the plea, and you're done. Walk out." It was a gun charge. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. What else? So, sir? So, okay. Make your point. I'm still waiting for you to tell me some more, Brian. Okay.
7: okay. Who, who does this? Who has who, oh. done this? In
0: the- okay. Let me first point out. Okay. As far as the gun charge is concerned, the gun charge was he is a drug user and he lied on the form that says he didn't do drugs. That's the Biden drug uh, gun charge. Correct? Yes, it is. It is. Okay. So what, what else uh, do you want this person to go and spend a hell of a lot of time in jail for something that is done all of the time? I'm not saying it's correct or not, but that's what he did. He wanted a gun and he lied on the form that says he's not a drug user.
7: Did he break the law? The yes, he
0: did. Law? Yes, he did. Yes, he broke the law.
7: And any future crime, any future crime, would be
0: dissolved. Okay, I, actually, that's not what the word that's said. Right. I read, I read the words. Okay, and any future, and not any future crime. You can't, you can't forgive something in the future. Okay, you can't. So I mean, that's, uh, that's the, not what. No, no, no. That's not I, what it said. Uh, it, sir, again. He did, he did. Sir, again, read the thing that read it itself. Don't listen to Fox News. Do the reading yourself, because that's not what it says. Fox. And I, I look, I read it, okay? And what you're doing on so, my dear Brian, you're coming on air right now. And that is one thing that I tell people, this, this is a, a true, a real information zone here. Uh, if when you tell the truth, I will honor you. When you come on air and just spout something that came that is not true, I will also tell you, sir. And I'm telling you, it's not true. But Brian, I'm going to run it's to true. Alistair and you go ahead. If you think it is true, you, you cut out the piece that says that from the charging document and I'll be more than happy to apologize to you. But I know I won't have to do it. Anyway, we talk a little bit later, Brian. Let's go to Alistair. Come on in, Alistair.
7: Hey, hey, hey my morning. sister,
0: Alistair, come, talk to me.
7: Oh, good morning, my family.
0: Alistair, you're on. Yeah, I'm listening. Okay, let's see.
7: I just got to say. Uh, I,
0: Alistair, just for some reason, I missed that. that. Come on in, Alistair. Yes.
7: Oh, okay, I'm here now. Yes. Okay. okay. Just because Brian says it's not true doesn't make it
0: factual. Exactly.
7: He can keep saying that Abbott isn't a fascist, but sweet baby Jesus, it's not going to be true. You can say it and say it and say it. It's not going to make it true. I hope you hear this, Brian.
0: You, you you know, Alistair, you look at all the things that he do from the from from going against federal law and throwing uh, killer barriers in the in the in the river. From going ahead and uh, disregarding uh, you know the, the gun issues. I mean, we can go item after item that shows he has the proclivity that fascist leaders do. From taking uh, from uh, allowing laws to be passed that take over voting in a in just particular areas of your state. We can go on from passing laws that says you cannot uh, you cannot create local laws, only what we say. And if you want to even go further in time uh, from the gas laws that they pass from in Republican areas in the Dallas County that says you cannot tell these gas companies not to dump crap into the air. You can't write legislation to do that. I mean, we can go over and over again. Alistair, you are correct anything else before i jump to Jessimona? mona
7: i wanted to just add one more thing yes ma'am it is no less a murderer than someone that goes into a school and shoots up children
0: you nailed it, it uh, uh people need to start looking at things from that point of view thank you very much alistair let's go to Jessimona. come on in Jessimona. mona good morning how are you doing
8: Good morning, Roberto. Thank you. I just came in at the last minute, uh, and I heard you say something about Dutton nailed, put the nail in the coffin for the public school takeover.
0: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am.
8: I I didn't catch what the caller said, but I'm sure you know that Dutton may not have been the only one that wrote that bill yes well, he can write on the bills he wants to write they're not going to pass if the committee doesn't vote
0: for it agreed agreed he go
8: to the floor if the, he, he doesn't work alone in other words he works with the committee of republicans and democrats
0: i agree what, what I'm saying as a as a chairman of the education committee and like I mean, he had the option that there, when I said nail in a coffin, he had the opportunity at the last stop to make sure that we didn't get a, a an entire takeover of the system. And he didn't. In fact, if you heard earlier on the show, we had some activists uh, who actually went to his office from the district. Uh, trying to explain to him, this is not what the parents want. We want good schools in HISD. We don't want charter schools. We don't want privatized schools. We want good schools in HISD. Uh, once you turn over, once you allow a governor who is a fascist to run to, to appoint the people who are going to run your schools. Look, I'm not, there's no panacea for the school, in my opinion, Jesse Monet. right? Uh, the school has problems. But once you turn it over to the to the wolf, uh, you you don't get it back. And these are our children. And to have somebody in our own community uh, who was a complicit in that. Yes, you are absolutely right. There are others in there. Right. But have somebody that is complicit. We have to tear down the machine In my opinion, we have to tear down the machine, irrespective of race, color, and all that good stuff. Tear down that machine that is doing wrong by our people. Because for those people who love Harold Dutton because he's an institution in 142, for those who love him, uh, he uh, he has abused that love. He has used that love for granted. He has taken that love for granted. And I don't think one should be rewarded doing it so i mean, uh, you know i don't think one should be rewarded for that continue my dear jesse Mono.
8: well yes i don't know about um that but what i will tell you roberto is mm-hmm. that in most public schools in the united states they have a quota mm-hmm. so that quota says that only a certain amount of children can be held back mm-hmm. so you got 32 children in a classroom out of 32, you have 10 that can read mm-hmm. to pass on to the next grade. Yes. The rest of them can't. Right. The quota says you can only hold back five. Right. Maybe three.
0: Mm-hmm.
8: I know at a time in Detroit, it was only three. Doesn't matter that you have a whole classroom of children that cannot read. Mm hmm. And a lot of times, the work that the children do have to do, there's no one in the home that's qualified or has the time or the willingness because of whatever uh, mitigating circumstances to help the child pass.
0: You are so right. So my question:
8: the are raising themselves. Oh, I'm so sorry. the thing is, uh, do you just let it continue on? No. And Miles is nothing but a puppet. And Abbott controls the strings. Yes, I agree. That's how politics works.
0: Yeah, I agree. So somebody
8: came in and tried to do something different. I don't know how it works, Roberto, because I don't have any school age children here in Texas. But um, I just say it, it seems like somebody's trying to turn something around. And change is hard. We get familiar with the status quo is and the way things go, but I like the idea of the teachers having accountability because that was something that they didn't have.
0: I I agree with everything that you've just said. I don't. What I don't agree with is what Dutton, the governor, and the others found as a solution, because there is nothing in what they are doing put in our kids. In a library, or, or removing libraries from only schools that that are minority schools, uh, and you know, I could go item for item. I'm running out of time right now, Jessimona. I would love for you to call back uh, tomorrow. I, I will keep this subject going, however You're long. Open on t-
8: Saturday?
0: No, not on. Oh, I'm sorry. On Monday. On Monday. You always say that. You're
8: somebody to <laughs> call back tomorrow, and it's Friday.
0: And <laughs> my I'm mistake. <laughs> no, my say but Jessimona I'd like you to call. Yeah, I'd like
8: to have the right information and I will call back next week Roberta Th- thanks
0: thank you coming. you have a wonderful day ma'am let's go to Derek come on in Derek you got uh thirty seconds Derek I'm sorry Derek you're on
6: okay Roberta yeah uh, you know I just want to give
5: some balance to what Brian was saying You know, I I have to wonder, why is it that most wicked people always think of themselves as good people? Um, All this uh, Hunter Biden madness can be shut down by asking a few questions on the floor. How many of you legislators in here have used your name to get favors in the courts? And how many of you were found at Epstein Island? Oh, they shut it down quickly, Alberta.
0: Thank you. Look, you you nailed it. How many people have done? In other words, Derek, exactly how many people have lied on some form just has, as as uh, he did. And now they want to have him. They're using him as a pawn, Derek. But I got to run to Bart to f- close the right. show out. Thank you so kindly for calling in, Derek. You're absolutely right. Bart, you got 15 seconds. Left, but I, I just wanted to get you in. Talk to me, Bart. I just want to say what. What?
2: What's your solution? These kids can't read or write and they're graduating high school. What are you you going to do?
0: Let's talk about it on Monday. Please call me back on Monday. Let's talk about that on Monday because you're absolutely right from asking that question. Anyway, folks, I want to throw this right back to the control room uh, before we close this baby out. Come on in, El Senor uh, Jack E. Howard. Okay.
1: Uh, well, Monday we're going to be enjoying Labor Day, so you folks want to call back on Tuesday when we'll be when we'll be back here live. That's
0: right. <laughs> All Man,
1: right. I- yes. Okay. If you're planning on working on Monday, no, no, no. Wait. It's it's
0: we, we'll come back on Tuesday. Jack, give me a 15 second or guy.
1: Yeah, I saw part of your topic
2: was going to be on water. Uh, water privatization, so it's the same game. Privatize the profits, socialize the cost.
0: Like I always tell you guys, folks, this is your program, and we spend all day taking calls. Go to politicsunright.com slash newsletter. Everything that I was going to talk to, that I planned for, is there. You have a wonderful day. My name. Thank you for your airs. Thank you, Howard. Thank you, Jack. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Unright, and, and you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out!